Hello, hello beautiful souls. Tonight we are studying the sessions for um, Nine Weeks Karma Clearing with Lord Jesus, Mary Magdalene, and Mother Mary. And so, before we go into the uh, teaching, I think I'm going to um, talk about Lord Jesus... Um, Let me see if I'm going. Because it's a long story about my experience. And I've given you the PDF about that experience, personal experience. But the most, there's so many raptures that I've experienced. It's like an ecstatic moment when you are out of your body and you're, you're encapsulated with the Christ consciousness. So I remember I used to have this divine mercy it's like a poster it's just like a six feet divine mercy poster it came from germany out of nowhere somebody gifted me this this picture of divine mercy so during that time i was a practicing catholic and um, i used to drive and pick up disabled people those people in the wheelchair people with cancer and I used to drive a van, an Odyssey, pick them up and bring them to church every Tuesday because there was a novena to divine mercy. So when I was doing it, uh, driving them to uh, the divine mercy, and then I realized I have the, the poster of Lord Jesus, divine mercy, in my home, in the living room. And... Maybe I should donate the Divine Mercy to the church because they didn't have the, the image, right? So I did, and um, it's such an intense relationship during that time when 1999, and the first saint of the 21st century is Saint Faustina, who received the, mess, the images of Divine Mercy. I, I don't know, guys, if you know Divine Mercy. Because during that time, I was very religious. So I studied the, the uh, Faustina's um, biography. And what's really interesting with this story is my children went to Our Lady of Mercy School, which is the convent foundation of Faustina. And I was nursing night shift, and during the month of July, 27 people died. And what I did, it's like it felt like this incarnation, I'm reliving my past lives. So I have a rosary, and I, and I go around the hallway of the Alzheimer's unit. And I was praying the Divine Mercy at three in the in the morning, and then twenty seven people died. And so on my break, we 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 used to have a an hour break to sleep. I asked Saint Faustina if this is the work of Divine Mercy while people are dying. And during that dream, I had I had this beautiful dream. I was carrying the Bible. I was running while uh, it was raining and there's this nun that asked me 
to pick up the roses. And I'm like, where are the roses? The rose petals were actually in the ground. And so I was picking up the red, the roses and putting it in the basket. And then my sister-in-law was in the dream. And Dory was asking me, who was that? And I, I was confused. I said, I'm not sure if it's St. Faustina or St. Therese of Lisieux. Because St. Therese of Lisieux is about roses. She showers roses when you're doing a novena to St. Therese. Anyway... In that garden, there was a white house. And in that white house, there's three angels. So when I woke up from the dream, I called my sister-in-law. And she actually, you know, I told her about the white house and St. Faustina, Divine Mercy. And she was crying to me. And she says, I've been doing a novena. And Tessa, I just bought a, a, a house. And it's white. So anyway, I went to Los Angeles and the house that she bought was the same house that I saw in my dream. So it was so beautiful, right? So it's like this, um, the hands of God with the saints are orchestrating my uh, dream into the reality of my sister-in-law. And literally my sister-in-law actually had uh, breast cancer and she survived it and then it went to her brain tumor and she survived it she's still alive right now so powerful woman she's such an angel she's a a nurse and a single mother with two children and I think I also talk about um, I dream of her song so she sang to me healeth of thy world healeth of thy world and I literally made a song, I composed a song, and I sang it with the, with the people that I was, um, you know, transporting to the church. But I lost the song, and it's, it's a long time ago. This is like 1999. So I talk about it in the experience. And with Jesus, um, she, he appeared to me. In the sacred heart of Jesus like this picture of him morphing and reaching out to me while I was in the Philippines I was visiting and yeah like you guys I grew up with the um, Holy Rosary at the at my uh, pillow I don't because um, my mom was a strict Catholic Literally at 6 o'clock in the evening, we have to kneel down to Mother Mary. She's like the conception. We had this huge picture of Mother Mary. Because my mom grew up with a priest. His, I think her uncle was a priest. So we're pretty much strict Catholic. And I grew up with a sister. My sister took care of me, Sister Carmen, that goes to church every day. So church was my playground when I was a child because that's all I know, angels. So I was talking um, Jesus and Mary Magdalene. During this time, there were three women that came to me as clients and they, they were um, 
the visions that I was receiving was about cave, a cave. Apparently, during that time, there were the scenes, and Mary Magdalene was the leader of these women, and she was teaching alchemy. Like, how can you turn something dreadful, horrific, into something beautiful? So she's, she was like offering. This is after the death of Christ, you know. And um, I was receiving messages that the women are actually the wisdom keepers who were trained by Master Jesus and Mary Magdalene as perfect divine unction and love devoted to the sacred fire of our hearts. So Mary Magdalene's um, gospel is actually was actually found. I don't know if you guys are aware. Um, Megan Watterson, the one who wrote, revealed the Red Book, talk about it. And... Um, I think I was channeling through this. At this time of juncture, we will be led by this divine light within us to open our mind, expand into the limitless knowledge and wisdom from the Creator. There's only one, and we are the fractals of the cosmos. So, all of us here is like this fractal, a mirror of each one of our lives. The micro and macro, it is one. So, as we traverse this journey, returning back to our home, the source, a return to the soul. We are ascending into this physical body, dimensionality. That means we don't need to, to die to ascend. So, you're letting go of the layers of the reptilian skin. That means the egoic illusions, the manipulations, control, repression, suppression, those strongholds, the bandages, the karma, the entities, the imprints, whatever it is that's holding you back, not allowing you to transcend, to find that space of the crown chakra, connecting to the divine source of the universe, that you are a light, and you trust so with our karma clearing layers of our old imprints old paradigms are being demolished then our human genome are, is morphing into the holographic fields of infinite love so we lose our sense of the egoic mind that persists on separating all of us like this COVID fear paradigm is actually really screwing our brain because there's a lot of people that are feeling fear and separated. And for us becoming more conscious that there is no veil, right? We're here, all encompassing embodiment of the one so we lose our grasp into the material world by losing our grasp and totally surrendering we gain more blessed are the ones who are poor 
before they um, attain the kingdom of God. Because our mansions are this spiritual dimension from the Akash. So how, how wealthy are we, right? This wisdom and infinite love. We become an observer of the fluidity. Like Kay is saying, the movement, the fluidity of our original essence. The Holy Spirit, the dove of the source. We align to our highest truth, which is unconditional love for all beings, for animals, plants. This is the paradise template, guys. We are in the paradise template. It's like this Noah's Ark. Look at the devastation outside of us. Here in the West, it's all fire. In British Columbia, we have like, I think, I don't know, 500 fires happening right now. Devastation. Turkey has fire. Maybe other places are flood. This is this apocalypse, right? It was written. But we, nothing is set in stone. We are in a different dimension of fluidity, a space of bliss, a space of merging into infinity. So the twin flame of Jesus and Mary, and uh, I mean Mary Magdalene, is like this feminine and masculine energies that we want to be wholesome. We want to release all the shackles that holds us back from the imprints of unconscious egoic mind. Just like the body shame that I experience. So Buddha, Mekat, liberated me and freed me, freed me from being ashamed of my body. So people have no clue what I'm doing in that nudity beach, you know, like at the beach. I'm literally swim in the Pacific Ocean and it, it felt like a baptism guys I was baptizing in the Holy Spirit letting go of any guilt and shame of being a human and allowing the beauty and grace of light letting go of any responsibility for other human beings we are not here to save we are here to experience divine grace. There is nothing to save. Each one of us has a different timeline into our ascension. So those people that are not in this juncture of uh, ascension, there will come a time that they have to come back. It's a karmic wheel. We create this. That's why we're here to merge. So Jesus and Mary Magdalene symbolizes the innate longing of our search for God. We are eternal seekers of wisdom. 
So as we become indoctrinated to the new earth, new Jerusalem, new, it's like these emerald tablets, we evolve into love. Just like what happened to me today, when Buddha was taken away, it didn't feel like an animal died. It felt like a soul left this domain. So there was no separation. There was no, you are an animal, I am a human. But it felt like one. Because God can be in a cat's body. God is alive. God could be in a sunflower. God is the liquid light. So if we see a homeless, a prostitute, a drug addict, I was walking early morning and I saw a a drug addict and a prostitute. My heart weeps for them. Because God lives with them. We can find God in the dark night of the soul. God is in the darkness. So the darkness can transcend and be consumed by the fire, the sacred fire, to purify our hearts. So by the time your heart is purified into ashes, the phoenix rises up. The phoenix brings us a new domain, a new earth, where there will be no judgment, there will be no separation from the poor, the wealthy, the naked and the close. We are all naked in the eyes of God. Only God can see through our hearts. So we flow with and we grow with God's love our life became becomes effervescent we become one with everything with the leaves with the rain with the sunlight our shadows 
the parts of us that we dis- disengage that we cannot accept <laughs> these shadows would be embraced and we become servants serving the higher force the higher power by becoming servant we become the masters only when you become a true servant the masters through the perception of compassion we humbled ourselves to truly serve the light so as we return to home and for those who chose to stay in their karmic will will do so right we all have our divine timing and we choose to ascend with the nurturing of mother mary and the embodiment of the love of Jesus and Mary Magdalene So tonight I want you to ask yourself what are the things that I haven't embraced What is heavy in my heart right now Why can't I forgive? Why can't I send compassion? And what are the steps that we're going to take to transcend being a victim? We are not victim. We are light God's fractals. You see how magnificent we are. God's light is in our body. How can we even shame our own body? God's beauty, God's divine grace. So tonight as well, we need to let go and release those relationships that are not helping us to be authentic, to express the truth within us. We don't need those people that will judge us. We want to be surrounded by love and we know that these divine masters are here to support us to guide to bring us gathering to bring us students teachers together for me i don't believe i'm a teacher i'm an eternal student just like you i don't stop studying We're like mirrors getting to know each other the depth of our soul how we can support how we can pray for each other We are here just short of time we can go anytime so we have to really be grateful that we listen to the calling 
and that we are manifesting the higher version of ourselves. So when we leave this world, those people that we've touched are going to rejoice, celebrate the legacy that we left. I feel it's a legacy of light, a legacy of love. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll go to our meditation. Thank you.